श्रवनम डायरीज पॉडकास्ट रीडिंग भागवत गीता एज इट इज द बुक बाय हिज डिवाइन ग्रेस अभय चरणारविंद भक्तिविदंत स्वामी श्रीला प्रभुपाद की जय टेक्स्ट एट टेक्स्ट ट्वेंटी चैप्टर नंबर एट अटेनिंग द सुप्रीम That's like proper. दूमुरत्रिस्तृष्णसन्मसदक्षिणा त्र चंद्राम संज्योतिर्योगी प्रभ्यनिवर्तते द मिस्टिक योगी हू पासज अवे फ्रॉम दिस वर्ल्ड ड्यूरिंग द स्मोक द नाइट द फोर्थ नाइट ऑफ द वेनिंग मून और द सिक्स मंथ्स वन द सन पासज टू द साउथ reaches the moon planet but again comes back purport in the third canto of shrimad bhagavatam kapila muni mentions that those who are expert in fruitive activities and sacrificial methods on earth attain to the moon at death these elevated souls live on the moon for about 10000 years in brackets by demigod calculations and enjoy life by drinking soma rasa they eventually return to earth this means that on the moon there are higher classes of living beings though they may not be perceived by the gross senses text 26 शुक्ल कृष्णे गतिहीते जगताशाश्वते मते एकयायत्यनावृतिम अन्ययावर्तते पुनः अकॉर्डिंग टू वैदिक ओपिनियन देयर आर टू वेज ऑफ पासिंग फ्रॉम दिस वर्ल्ड वन इन लाइट एंड वन इन डार्कनेस व्हेन वन पासेस इन लाइट ही डज नॉट कम बैक बट व्हेन वन पासेस इन डार्कनेस ही रिटर्न्स पुरपर्त The same description of departure and return is quoted by Acharya Baladeva Vidyabhushana from the Chandogya Upanishad 5.10.325. Those who are fruitive laborers and philosophical speculators from time to time Excuse me. Why from time to time? Book says from time immemorial are constantly going and coming. Actually they do not attain ultimate salvation for they do not surrender to Krishna. It's going all the way around and this is what we found in this material world. Text 27. Naite shriti partha janam yogi muhyati kashchana tasmat sarveshu kaleshu yoga yukto bhavarjuna. Although the devotees know these two paths, two paths, O Arjuna, they are never bewildered. Therefore, they are never bewildered. Therefore, be always fixed in devotion. Hmm. Hmm. So we should not be bewildered by these two paths, and we should just be fixed in devotion. Poor part. Krishna is here advising Arjuna that he should not be disturbed by the different paths the soul can take when leaving the material world 
a devotee of the Supreme Lord should not worry whether he will depart by arrangement or by accident. The devotee should be firmly established in Krishna consciousness and chant Hare Krishna. He should know that concern over either of these two paths is troublesome. The best way to be absorbed in Krishna consciousness is to be always dovetailed in his service. And this will make one's path to the spiritual kingdom safe, certain and direct. The word yoga yukta is especially significant in this verse. One who is firm in yoga is constantly engaged in Krishna consciousness in all his activities. Shri Rupa Goswami advises Anasakta Sevishayan Yatharatham Upayunjataha. One should be unattached in material affairs and uh, do everything in Krishna consciousness. Nowadays, meditation is very, very popular and people keep saying that you should love yourself, you should be conscious, you should meditate, you should surround yourself yourself by good people and enjoy food very slowly so you can like digest all the nutrients and you know walk out in the sun and it's a it's kind of it's nice ideas to kind of promote uh, but the only problem is that if um, somebody has some nonsense from their past life that is gonna track them down or if Basically, if they do something, even small, like Garuda Purana, I really highly recommend reading Garuda Purana. It says that there is a hell for people who borrow somebody's book and not return it. There's a hell for such people. So yeah, if Krishna is not in the picture and we're... Or that story about uh, in Krishna book is described as great um, um, Brahmana, not a Brahmana. I mean, he was a great Brahmana. Two, two Brahmanas there were. And there was a king who was giving lots and lots of charity. Nobody would count how much charity he would give. But then accidentally, accidentally, he didn't die accidentally, but accidentally one cow, they didn't supervise properly. He went, they went from one Brahmana to another Brahmana, meaning the cow roamed around. The king already gifted it. And the cow roamed around uh, back into the palace and the king gifted it again. It's not like... It was an accident. It's an animal. Meaning like... So, and then he had to take birth as a lizard. So accident doesn't necessarily mean that uh, a meteor will fall and hit your head specifically. Or it doesn't mean that a thunderbolt will come and strike your head specifically. Accident means that there may be some accidental mistake of yours. Just like in the story of Nala and Damayanti. The, the only... The, the, Nala was perfectly perfect. Nala was perfect. And Damayanti, she chose him because Flamingo kind of brainwashed her. <laughs> and, you know, like really convinced her that Nala is the best of the best. So then uh, Damayanti, she came and uh, there's this arena, Svayamvara, and... Uh, 
yeah, all of these demigods are there. All the demigods are there sitting, and they and they know basically what she's up to, and they all look like Nala. And she looks around, there's like 10 Nalas sitting, and she's like, which one of them is my husband? Which one of them is my husband? Future husband. Which one of them? Which one of them? And they're all sitting dressed like Nala. And she starts praying. She starts praying. She's like, please, please, please. I want to marry only Nala. I beg you. And they're like, you're missing something in life, young lady. And then they manifest right? They're godly features. Their feet don't touch the earth. They don't sweat. They don't blink. And she's like, finally. And she like puts garland on Nala. They get married. And then Kala and Dvapara run by. Did you miss something? And yeah, she's already chosen Nala. They say, he's like, Nala? He's just a human being. And Kala, he, Kali, Kali, the personification of the age that we live in, he really wanted to marry the Mayanti. And Kali was like, you know what? I'm gonna mess up with his life just because that's my nature. And then he started stalking Nala and then him and Dvapara, they made a deal and they kind of, uh, whenever Nala didn't wash his hands one time, so Kali was able to possess him. And then Dvapara, he, because it was his yuga, he kind of messed up the friendly match between um, Nala and his brother Nala lost everything everything and him and his wife they went to the forest and then Kali didn't stop there because it's not like I, he just wanted Nala to be poor he wanted Nala to be devastated destroyed and he wanted to marry Devahuti which Devahuti? sorry Damayanti he wanted to marry Damayanti so then uh, Kali, he kind of persuaded Nala to leave his wife alone, to cut a piece of her cloth and leave her alone in the forest. And Nala did that. He was possessed by Kali. So he left. And then Navayanti woke up half undressed in the middle of the forest and started roaming around. And uh, Nala, he was just running around like a madman. But then a very, very kind... Naga, dragon, Takshaka. He saw Nala, and uh, I think Nala either saved Takshaka or something happened. The Takshaka was very grateful, so Takshaka bit Nala, and uh, and Nala was bewildered. And Takshaka said that, "Look, my poison will not poison you, but it will poison Kali within you. So Kali will have a very hard time controlling you now. So you, you know, get your wife back." So then the Mayanti, she came to this um, city and people re immediately recognized that she had uh, the she had the lotus, uh, mark of a lotus on her forehead. She had this mark, that mark, you know, physiognomy. They're like, she's a princess. And then the whole story blew out, blow, blew up that, you know, like she, Nala, she married Nala. And, and I don't know if anybody said, we knew he was not qualified. But anyway... And uh, she married Nala, and then it didn't work out. And there was supposed to be a second Svayamvara. Because apparently he lost his mind and stuff. So there was a, a they were arranging second Svayamvara for the Mayanti. Meanwhile, um, Nala, who was bitten by Takshaka, 
he turned into a, into a dwarf, ugly like dwarf, and then he met King Rituparna. Anyway, this is I'm not gonna tell you the whole story, but the bottom line is that Nala, in the form of uh, uh, dwarf, don't remember his name, Daruka, no, not Daruka. There was a name that he named him. Okay, so Rituparna taught him how to play chess, so that he would, chess, how to play that game, so that he would never lose. And then this dwarf Nala, he went disguised to that place where Svayamvara was supposed to happen, because Rituparna would definitely go there, the king. And then the Mayanti, she kind of noticed it's him. So ultimately, in the end, they were back together and Hari Krishna. But why am I saying this? Accidents happen. You forgot to wash your hands after meal, Kali possessed you, you lost your entire, like, everything. If it wasn't for Takshaka Dragon Snake, I don't know, like, it, there would not be the story that my auntie would just get married to another, to some demigod, I don't know. So, that's why these things are important, that you're not Krishna conscious, you're dependent only on the material nature, material nature is ever-changing. You you put your head on the lap of material nature and she cuts your leg legs. I said, did I say legs? I want to say head, but actually I was supposed to say neck. <laughs> it's like that. So I believe that if... Uh, yesterday actually I was talking to my mom because I made a special prayer to Lord Nisim Hadev and my mom, she was also saying about this and then I told her that, you know, it's just like we're in a supermarket and we have these goodies, right? We've collected We've collected like a bunch of things, they're in our cart, and we're going to the counter. Now, you can go to the counter of material nature, and she will, you know, take everything, process it, take your money, and then you open a bag of chips and there is a rat inside, jumping and biting you, right? It's not like this, it's, it's material nature, you know, you, you get what you deserve, but that's all. You did something wrong, you will get what you deserve for that. And if you read descriptions of hellish planets, like there is a hell for people who come to your house and you look at them uninvitingly, like unwelcomingly, you just look at them unwelcomingly and there's a hell for people like that, like there's some, some kind of birds and they pluck your eyes, okay? So, yeah, you can leave everything up to an accident, but basically... If you surrender, and then in the, in the same analogy, like in the supermarket, we have this card, and we can go through the counter of Krishna. And then Krishna, he will take away something. Yes, because people, some people are scared to worship Krishna or Rama or Nrisimha because they will take away everything. I'll, um, it's a literal story that my friend had, that uh, her friend was very, very sick. And I said, let's, let's do Nrisimha Puja. She's like, no, I'm afraid. I'm like, what? Why are you afraid? She's like, because she may die if we worship Nrisim Hadev. It happened before. I'm like, look, we're all gonna die one way or the other. Just like in Chaitanya Chiritamrita, it's described that um, there was a group of Parikrama going to Jagannath Puri and um, the manager miscalculated and they had to stay hungry and without shelter for some time. And Lord Nityananda was very hungry and he was like, I want to eat and then I want to, you know, take rest. And then he said to the um, leader of their party, he's like, you know, may your deity, 
may your um, may your uh, kids die and the wife of this manager started crying she's like oh no not my kids but this like leader of the pilgrimage party he was very intelligent he was like why are you crying if lord nityananda wants let us all die <laughs> let us all die so we have this cart and we've collected some goodies and if we go through the counter of krishna he may take out something but it will be good that he will take it out right and he will like whatever we need whatever is good stuff we will keep and we will go forward I really like, like, I think Bhaktivedya Purna Maharaj, she would say that he, Lord Hari has ten hands. If he wants, he can take everything from you. You will not be able to hold on to it. But if he wants, he will give you everything and you will not even be able to, like, hold everything together. Like, you would need to have some, you know, <laughs> extra hands to hold your goodies. Hmm. So that's why it's important. How many things do we leave to accident, including like having children? Or how many things do we leave in Krishna's hands? Because like, do we really trust that Krishna is supreme controller and enjoyer? Or do we feel that Krishna is supreme controller and enjoyer? But I'm better at that. I'm a bit better in that. But he doesn't know what he's doing. This is like the most pathetic thing you can think about Krishna about God, that Krishna is the supreme controller and enjoyer, but Krishna doesn't know how to do his job. Krishna, he, he just doesn't get it, right? Krishna just doesn't know. Krishna just, I don't know, Krishna doesn't see the whole picture. Krishna doesn't see what's going on. Or Krishna doesn't understand how I feel. All of this is a sign of ignorance, and we need to get educated to understand who Krishna actually is. So, uh -huh, continuing, by this system, which is called Yukta Vairagya, one attains perfection. Therefore, the devotee is not disturbed by these descriptions, because he knows that his passage to the Supreme Abode is guaranteed by devotional service. So yeah, there is auspicious and inauspicious way to die. But the devotee, he knows that because he's engaged in devotional service and because Krishna is the supreme controller, everything will be arranged in the best way. And whatever way it will be arranged in, even if somebody else thinks that, oh, it's not the best arrangement, it is the best arrangement, you just have no idea. Why? You have no idea. So, yeah. That's why... Um, I think this is like second time we hear this word guarantee that uh, you know uh, devotee success in devotional service is guaranteed and then at the same time here Prabhupada writes that the fact that devotee will give up his body in the best way is guaranteed you know it's guaranteed something else I wanted to say is like very, very important. I wanted to say that. Mm -hmm. Yes, so whether we, as we go through life, or whether we are preparing for death, it all depends on 
whether we always and constantly surrender to Krishna in life and death. Because sometimes, like say, um, hmm. Prabhupada says in one letter that a devotee, if in if he is on such level, he will be sick with like fever and he will not take tablets because uh, you know Krishna will save him. He just chants Hare Krishna, and sometimes you know devotees do do that, and then the person can be cured just like when Shri Prabhupada was sick and uh, some. English doctor said that he has to eat chicken soup. This is not what Vaishnavas do. Vaishnavas don't eat meat or chicken. So then, Shri Prabhupada's father, he just placed his son in front of Radha Govinda and said, either you save him or he dies. And Prabhupada was saved. Similarly, in Chaitanya Charitamrita, there is a description of the story when one devotee was bitten by a snake. And uh, he just chanted Hare Krishna, Hare Krishna, Krishna Krishna, Hare Hare, Hare Rama, Hare Rama, Rama Rama, Hare Hare. He survived. But if like, we are bitten by a snake and we just chant Hare Krishna, Hare Krishna, Krishna Krishna, Hare Hare, then we may die and go back to Godhead. <laughs> or we may understand that we're not on that level yet we're not pure devotees yet so we just need to rush to the hospital so that they would suck the poison out sometime somehow and then just you know like if because if the poison will go deep and deep something may be amputated like uh, um, like a leg if, if, if the snake bit you like on the leg or on the hand if the um, poison goes like far enough maybe the entire hand or leg or like it can be amputated because we're not on the level that we're chanting Hare Krishna and then the snake's poison is like, what, what? This is a transcendental body, Haribo! Or, or say like somebody gives us um, um, a glass and in front of us he puts some poison inside of the glass, you know, to kill us. Because, you know, some people do such stuff. And we're taking this glass in our hand and we saw it was poison or you know, it was some overdose of some medicine. And we look at it and we're thinking, okay, what to do? What to do? Well, I'm Prahlad Maharaj. So, Namo Om Vishnu Padaya Krishna Prishta. And then we'll just like, Om Shri Vishnu, Om Shri Vishnu. And then we're like, Mahaprasad, go in there, drink, and then die and go back to Godhead, right? Or we go to the forest and then we see a tiger and we're like, wait, Lord Chaitanya was chanting Hare Krishna and tigers were kissing deers. Hare Krishna, Hare Krishna. And then the tiger pounces and eat, eats us and we go back to Godhead. Look, there are different, different ways how these things can function. But basically, it's most important that we understand what kind of level are we standing on. What is our level? Because you know your level. Everybody knows their own level if they're very sincere and very honest that's all so we have completed text number 27 and tomorrow we shall read text number 8 which starts with the words vedeshu yagyeshu tapakshu chaiva thank you so much for tuning in today the book links 
Previous episode's timeline and biography of the author can be found on shravanamdiaries.com. The link is in the description and we shall see you tomorrow. Hare Krishna, Hare Krishna, Krishna Krishna, Hare Hare, Hare Rama, Hare Rama, Rama Rama.